Morning everyone, welcome to this Friday and today we are looking at Matthew chapter 20. I'd like to read just the bottom part of the or the end of the chapter and then see what it was like to walk with Jesus. So verse 29 says, as Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed them. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight. They followed him. And so there's two things I wanted to pull out of this one, friends. It's while I was reading this this morning. Um, the first thought for this devotional is that I think in following Jesus, so often we are required for us to be able to receive what we need to receive from Jesus. Where Jesus says to us, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find a knock and the door will be opened to you. There's a, a reaching out in faith towards Jesus. But it's very difficult. And this scripture kind of shows us again. It's very difficult for us to do that and to keep our dignity. And when I say dignity, I don't mean in a good way. What I mean is that try and make it look like I've got it all together. That there has to be a recognition of, yes, I have a need. Yes, um, and then a crying out to Jesus. And sometimes that, that crying out to Jesus requires us, and oftentimes it requires us to lay down our pride and reach out. If you think about these blind men, they're sitting on the side of the road. They couldn't be like, send a runner, you know, hey, you know, would you mind just going to talk to Jesus quick and ask him if he can come and help us? They sat there and they they were shouting, Jesus, son of David, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And the crowd rebukes them and tells them to be quiet. And friends, sometimes in following Jesus, there are these moments where we have, we there are these actions or the, these moments where we have an opportunity to reach out or to just do it ourselves. And I think the danger is so often in trying to look like we've got it all together in um, wanting to have it all together with ourselves and to, to maintain our own sense of I'm in control, I don't reach out. And, and sometimes it's not even in a public forum, but just praying and saying, God, I need you. I desperately need you. I'm, I'm reaching out. These blind men, the only person who could help them was Jesus. And they had that as an absolute conviction. And I think sometimes Jesus is a little bit far down on our priority list. Or maybe we say we put Jesus at first, but he's like, we'll go to Jesus first, but, you know, give him a crack. If that doesn't work, we'll go and sort it out ourselves. And But there was a desperation and, a, and an honesty of crying out towards God for him to come through for them. And I wonder what would happen. I wonder what our lives would look like if we had that kind of same honesty and vulnerability and... Um, was desperation, I, I guess. It's a, it's a big word, but to reach out and say, Jesus, only you. And to keep on. And even when people look at us and they're like, you're an idiot. You know, how can you be relying on God? Sort this out yourself. To rely on Jesus. And then the second quick thought on it is, um, I love what Jesus says to them. In verse 32, it says, Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? Like, what a dumb question. They're blind, obviously. You know, they want to they want their sight. But friends, Jesus doesn't see us like we see ourselves. And that maybe this is an encouragement for those of us who have got this pecking order in our minds of things that we sort out ourselves and things that we take to Jesus. See, Jesus is saying to these guys, I can do anything for you in this moment. What do you want? And in that moment, they wanted to see. But Jesus could have done anything for them. 
right? Anything at all. Because he's God and he's omnipotent. And I think we forget that so so quickly. We see if we only ever see Jesus as our problem solver and maybe our problem solver for specific problems, then we narrow the scope of what God is able to do in our lives. Like I'm 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 gonna sort out my marriage, but I need Jesus to help me in my finance. Or I want to witness to my friends, so I need Jesus' confidence there. But when it comes to dealing with my kid who I'm struggling with, that's on me. Or the other way around. Um, I'm going to live my life my way, but then when it comes to problems, that's when I go to Jesus. And Jesus stands there and his question always is, what do you want me to do for you? Um, because he sees all of our lives. Friends, he knows the weakness. He knows the gaps. He knows where we, where we aren't strong. He knows, he's even put the desires in our heart to do these things for him. And these um, godly desires to go and reach the world and, and love on people and care and the fruits of the spirit and all of this stuff. He's put those desires in our heart. But he doesn't put them in our hearts and then stand back and go, off you go, do it yourself. He puts those desires and he says, now I'm going to work in you to willing to act according to my good purpose. So can I encourage you maybe to take a little bit of an audit this Friday? Just have a look. What is it that um, Jesus had to stand and say, what do you want me to do for you? I love that. It's almost like what uh, God says to um, Solomon when he says to Solomon, what do you want? And I, I love that question that God asks of us often. What do you want me to do for you? And friends, sometimes it takes specific faith to say, God, I need this in my life. I'm not going to try and save face. I'm not going to do it myself. But yeah, I realize that you are the only one who can do this in me. So I hope that blesses you. Can't wait to see you guys online on Sunday. Um, you'll obviously would have received a message a little bit early on today to know that for the next um, couple of weeks, the next two weeks, we're going to be online only. Um, just there's been some stuff going on, uh, a few COVID cases in the church and really just want to be as safe as possible. We've been, God's been incredibly gracious. We've been as wise as we can going forward. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see you guys on Sunday as we continue our Nine Pillars series.